0: so I've been looking at things online I believe when I have to sitting at home and one of the things that that was uh, what was put up there was uh, Alejandra Cavallo's uh, statement uh, you know about harassing Supreme Court justices when she went on Twitter back on on uh, You know, some time ago, when the justices made a decision on Roe v. Wade, how she primarily intended that, you know, sitting around, there's one primary duty of every activist, and that is to make conservatives or uh, anyone who makes a decision miserable for their actions. Uh, That's technically not legal, because you're not supposed to harass federal judges, uh, especially justices of the Supreme Court. They're supposed to be left freely to decide free of uh, fear or favor, that uh, they, they can make decisions on their thing. Now, uh, Nancy Mace, uh, you know, confronted uh, Cavalio's uh, statements. And this is what went down in the uh, House uh, uh, Oversight Committee's hearing uh, with the uh, uh, Republican Congresswoman asking and confronting Uh, Alejandro Cambario about her tweets and threats versus Supreme Court justices. Let's listen in. Here we go!
1: comments say about it being an extremist recruitment tool, but I see it, I, I believe, from both sides of the aisle. Threats to our democracy come from those who seek to undermine our Constitution and our three branches of government. We've got to take a stand to support the Constitution and the rule of law against those who debase our society with violence, or harassment of government officials carrying out their constitutional duties, for example. Um, I have a few simple yes or no questions I would like to ask the panelists today. My first one is: Do you believe that rhetoric, um, you know, that that rhetoric um, is a, a way to inflict harm on our democracy? People's words. Mr. Ward, yes or no? Yes. <clears throat> Mr. Siegel. Yes. Ms. Caraballo. Yes.
0: This is Austin Namani. Yes or no?
1: Yes. Okay, Ms. Tyler? Ms. McCord? Yes. Is rhetoric on social media a problem and a threat to our democracy, Mr. Ward?
2: Yes, absolutely.
1: Mr. Siegel? Yes. Ms. Caraballo? Yes. Ms. Namani? Yes. Ms. Tyler? Yes. Another question I have uh, Do you believe that rhetoric targeting officials with violence for carrying out their constitutional duties um, is a threat to democracy, Mr. Ward? Mr. Siegel? Yes.
2: Yes. 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 Yes.
1: yes. <clears throat> All right, thank you very much. Only a few weeks after the attempted attack on a Supreme Court justice on June 25th, one of the witnesses, Alejandro Caraballo, tweeted out the following in response to a decision on abortion overturning Roe v. Wade. And I'll quote directly from the tweet, the six justices who overturned Roe should never no peace again. It is our civic duty to accost them every time they're in public. They are pariahs. Since women don't have their rights, these justices should never have a peaceful moment in public again. I know something about being accosted. The night of January 5th, I was physically accosted on the streets of D.C. in Navy Yard by a constituent of mine. I fervently blamed rhetoric rhetoric on social media, rhetoric at public events, for being physically accosted. I carry a gun everywhere I go when I am in my district and I'm at home because I know personally that rhetoric has consequences. I've had my car keyed. I've had my house spray painted. I had someone trespass in my house as recently as August. I've been doxxed on social media about where I live. Um, and I've had to add to security everywhere. I go often because I can't afford it. I have to carry my own firearm wherever I go and um, Alejandra Caraballo also recently tweeted on November 19th not even a month ago that the Supreme Court vested with the judicial power of the United States by our Constitution stated they are not a legitimate court issuing decisions and also the Supreme Court is an organ of the far right. So my last question today of Ms. Caraballo, do you stand by these comments, this kind of rhetoric on social media? And do you believe it's a threat to democracy?
2: Thank you, Representative, for the opportunity to clarify and provide context to my tweets. I have a
1: question. Is it yes or no? Do you believe your rhetoric is a threat to democracy when you're calling to accost a branch of government, the Supreme Court?
2: I don't believe that's a correct uh, characterization you of my tweeted, statements.
1: Though, did you not tweet that? That you thought that the Supreme Court justices should be accosted?
2: What I'm saying is that that, that is no? not
1: an accurate c- characterization of my statements. On June 8th of this year, a man was arrested near Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home in Maryland. He told law enforcement officers he wanted to k- kill a Supreme Court justice. He was found. Um, Uh, with uh, a knife, with a pistol, two magazines, ammunition, pepper spray, zip ties, a hammer, crowbar, and duct tape. The threats that members of Congress, the threats that branches of government face, on the left and the right, as was mentioned by the Chairman, earlier in the committee hearing, uh, what happened to the speaker's husband is every member's worst nightmare. So it's clear to me that we have to call out the threats to our democracy, emanating from wherever they come, whether it's the right or the left. It is incumbent upon every one of us to call it out on both sides of the political spectrum.
0: We'll try and find Congresswoman Stephonic's comments on this, uh, probably in another podcast episode that will be coming up within a little bit. I am Mike of New York. That is the latest for me for now. We'll be back with more. And we don't have more in store for you right here on the pod. God bless you, God bless me, and God bless these United States of America, ladies and gentlemen. If you're out there in a big crowd and you see people sneezing and coughing, be careful. It might be COVID. It's still out there. I know. I found out the hard way. Eh. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> practice extreme hygiene in uh, different places and, uh, if at all possible, avoid places where a lot of uh, sneezing and coughing and that kind of stuff happens. Gotcha? Gotcha.
2: Good. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. We need to change the way Washington does business. In fact, we ran on an agenda of changing the way Washington does business. And right after that election, where the American people said that they want a check and a balance on the Biden administration, where they want to change leadership in the House, we see Washington trying to do that same business one last time, right before Christmas, by bringing this omnibus appropriations bill that nobody's seen, as Kevin pointed out, just a handful of people at most are writing it right now. It's still not even available for anyone to read, and yet they want the ability to go and bring that on the eve of Christmas because it's a sign that Congress failed to do its job. The Democrat House, the Democrat Senate, the Democrat White House had all year to get funding taken care of, by September 30th. And of course, they blew through that deadline and asked for another few months. Right before the election, they surely didn't want to be accountable for what they knew they were going to do, so they kicked the can again till after the election. And in fact, we whipped against that bill because we knew that was their intention to bring a big, massive spending bill after the election is over because they didn't want the American people to see all of the money that they were going to be spending on pet projects, on things that have nothing to do with getting our economy back on track, at focusing on the problems that are crushing hardworking families all across America. And that's why we oppose this process. We have to make Congress be more accountable. We have to make Congress do its job on time again. This is not the way to do business. We need to scrutinize the billions and trillions of dollars. Just look at Joe Biden's two years. He spent about $10 trillion on things like paying people not to work, giving out checks to prisoners, the Boston bomber. Uh, People are fed up with all the waste that's going on and then they don't have the ability to even see a bill before it's brought to the House floor. This has to change. We're going to change it, but they shouldn't do this on their last gasp right out the door before Christmas. And so that's why we're opposing this approach. Uh, Now I want to bring up our conference chair, Elise Stefanik.
0: Uh, we'll try and find Congresswoman Stefanik's uh, comments on this uh, probably in another podcast episode that will be coming up within a little bit. I am Mike of New York. That is the latest for me. Now we'll be back with more, and we'll have more in store for you right here on the pod. God bless you, God bless me, and God bless these United States of America, ladies and gentlemen. If you're out there in a big crowd and you see people sneezing and coughing, be careful. It might be COVID. It's still out there. I know. I found out the hard way. Eh. So yeah. Uh, (laughs) Practice extreme hygiene in uh, different places and uh, if at all possible, avoid places where a lot of uh, sneezing and coughing and that kind of stuff happens.
2: Gotcha, gotcha, good.